0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistic professor gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates, information, and picks, you can follow me on Twitter, at Professor Sides. Today is Thursday, June 2nd, 2022, and this episode covers today's best Major League Baseball bets. And I'll briefly touch on the remaining game to the end of the show in extra innings. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, hitter and pitcher projections, and I analyze weather data in order to make one pick one pick only on every game played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean that I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most or my head is for each matchup. As you go through the plays, remember that there are no locks in gambling. So we'll give you our loves, likes and liens to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say, we'll be profitable each and every day. That is an impossible reality for any gambler. Not much to say other than that makes four straight winning days for us. Now, uh, coming off of just an abysmal saturday um but we've made up for that and more since then hopefully we'll keep it rolling again today it's been a fun week most weeks i mentioned this i think yesterday most weeks have just been a mixed bag of up and down so far just up um like i said there's always just variability day to day y'all know about that um hopefully we can keep it rolling today it's been a lot of fun this week uh, a lot of a lot of a plays here today and hopefully it's more good stuff Before we get to that, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free and the only way, assuming you turn notifications on, to ensure that you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit me up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. And again, a reminder, I encourage all of y'all to have multiple sports books in your portfolio, especially one with those MLB timelines. I have a few that I recommend. The link's from the show's description and on the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash sportsbooks. Thought we'd have Cousin Jared on today. Slight change of plans this morning, so it's just me for us. And I'm going to get us started. The afternoon here, 105 Eastern, first pitch. Angels at the Yankees game, one of a doubleheader. Uh, not the exact same pitching match, we saw yesterday, as the Yankees Started from yesterday is going to game one the Angels in game two um a game that should happen but there is some rain in the area it's hard to say at this point exactly what will happen if it's just going to miss the stadium we may get this game in completely no issues whatsoever like you know you may see some gray clouds in the distance may not hit the stadium it may have some delays just a lot of things on the table for this one they probably get it in just because there's so much time throughout the day and they definitely at least want to get one of these two games in so this game should happen it's just it might get piecewise it might not we don't really know temperature wise will be in the mid 70s winds under five miles an hour so no wind effect there Shohei Atani versus Nestor Cortez two fantastic pitchers, both of them with fantastic advanced metrics, both of them with fantastic projections. Cortez projection held back a little bit by the fact um, that the model still is not projecting him to go deep in the games. That's what he's been able to do for the most part this year. He's pitched like a starting pitcher, but of course, last year, that wasn't the case. The model still holding back just a little bit, doesn't think he's going to be able you know, to go seven or something like that. Obviously we know, that's more so where he is. So the projection's a little bit slow on him, but he still projects well. Of course, Artani projects to be one of the better pitchers in baseball. A little bit higher of an ERA, but but better uh, advanced stats than Cortez. But, I mean, I'm taking nothing away from either guy. Both are great pitchers. Total seven and a half. And I looked at that long and hard with these two starters. Looked at a first five under. I don't think a first five under is crazy. It also avoids any weird rain delay situations. Um, we have a higher likelihood of these guys being a much heavier percentage of the game on a first five um, with with the rain, right? The idea being um, if there's no rain, you assume both these guys are going to go six, maybe seven, and so they're going to be a large percentage of that full game under, and then we'll turn it over to better bullpen pitchers. Uh, but with the rain, if the rain comes in the fourth, fifth, sixth, something like that, and there's some delay, um, they become less – less heavy in terms of how much they contribute to that full game under. So I definitely go first five under if I was looking to play a total here. It's not a bad look with these two guys. Um, Both offenses are just a little too good for me to like that enough for it to be the one pick I'm making. I don't think first five under is a bad idea, but instead I'm going to go Yankees minus 122 and it's an A grade pick for me. Uh, The model says Yankees minus 135. and, And I think that number is probably pretty accurate. I think this should be higher. I think it should be in the minus in the minus 130. So anything up to minus 130, I, I love. Um, once you get into the minus 130s, I still think the Yankees are the play I would make, but it does drop down to a B pick in the minus 130s. And by the time you get up to the minus 140 range, if, if it gets out there, it, it's, it's either a C or a pass on that. So minus 122, love the Yankees, A grade play for me there. We have the bonus uh, of the fact that the Angels' offense is so heavily reliant on a couple of players, and what we've seen in the past, odds are they both don't play. Uh, I'm speaking specifically of Ward and Trout. Um, obviously, Otani's a great hitter uh, as as well, but but really Trout and Ward. Odds are they they don't both play both games, right? So, um, added bonus of if they're not, if one of them's not in this first game that's really going to help the Yankees at a lot. So even extra value. So I don't want to wait until the lineup comes out. If one or both aren't in this, the odds of the Yankees are going to skyrocket. Um, it seems foolish to me. I've mentioned this before. Um, it seemed foolish what the Twins did last night. I jumped on that under that game under when I saw no bucks in the lineup. Of course, Korea is still out. Um, I think they, they rested Kepler too. I, I don't understand what managers are doing. Sometimes it, it if you've ever played a video game, you understand this concept of if, if you need to give one guy a rest or if one guy's hurt or if one guy's, in the case of Korea's sick, you know, you don't, you don't give your other guys a day off at the same time. You wait till they're back and then you give those guys a day off unless they're out for months or something, right? Um, so it doesn't make sense. But the Angels have done the same thing. They'll rest both those guys. So if, if for some reason, like both those guys are not playing in this game, the odds are going to fly out towards the Yankees. Even if they both play, I still think the Yankees are, are The right play I think, 122 offers a lot of value. So a great pick for me on the Yankees there in that first game in New York. 205 Eastern first pitch, Rays at the Rangers. Corey Kluber versus Taylor Hearn. Kluber, an okay ERA this year. Better advanced metrics, better underlying stats. Um, Projects to be right around league average, though. Um, obviously he's had an up and down last few years. And so just kind of projects run-of-the-mill pitcher versus Taylor Hearn, who isn't as bad as his ERA is, but he's still well below average. I talked about Gray yesterday. Gray had a bad ERA, and I said, hey, Gray's not that bad. Like we weren't playing the Rays yesterday because we were looking at the ERAs of the two pitchers. We were playing the Rays yesterday because uh Springs was a little bit better than Gray, not as much as the areas, I mean, but just a little bit better. But the bullpen for Tampa was better, and the offense for Tampa was better. And later in the game, that advantage played out, and we got the win and a tight one. Um, today, I, it's a similar story with Hearn. He's not as bad as the area, but not like Gray. Gray, at least, is a league average pitcher, I believe, based on his underlying metrics, based off his projection. Hearn, I still think, is well below average. So, Hearn. Not as bad as that 536, but closer to it than Gray is. So I think there's still a starting pitcher mismatch here. As mediocre as Kluber is, I trust him a whole lot more than I trust Taylor Hearn. I'm going Rays minus 130, and I'm giving this an A grade. The model thinks Rays minus 134. I think the Rays can close this out here and salvage these last two games. Um... It's just like I said yesterday. The the Rays bullpen is better than the Rangers bullpen, and the Rays offense is better than the Rangers offense. Finally, got going yesterday, scoring four runs in the last uh, you know four innings of the game there, including extras. Um, given that they they didn't score on Tuesday, and they started the first whatever six innings yesterday, I was thinking we might need to put a bolo out for the for the Rays offense but thankfully they got back on the board I think they can continue to score off of Hearn um, the Rays offense has clearly been one that has uh, struggled facing good pitching Hearn is not that guy and so I think the Rays can get it done I think minus 130 is great value a pick for me I like the Rays uh, really kind of an a pick that's about as high as I'm going I you talked about the Yankees I said I, I love them up level up through 130. Notes. so if you're looking at yankees minus 129 i still think that's an a great pick for me um, even though it's not the same number that i got Rays, this is about it i don't i'm not going a any higher than this anything in the low to mid 130s is a b grade And by the time you get up to 140 you're definitely talking about the same thing with with the yankees it's a it's a, it's a c grade or a pass so all about the number all about the price here again we're doing a placing a lot of bets and it seems silly but every dime we're saving we know we aren't going to win every game. We're going to lose a, a lot, especially if you're betting anywhere near the volume of these picks that I'm getting out. We're going to lose a lot. That's happening. It's going to happen. We're going to win a lot. We're going to lose a lot. If we save a dime on a bunch of those losses, that's really going to add up. So all about the price here. A pick for me at minus 130, no higher than that. Beyond that, I'm dropping down to a B play. So the night game, 640 Eastern. First pitch nationals at the Reds, Yohan Adone versus Graham Ashcraft. Y'all probably saw this pitching matchup and knew exactly where I was going with it. Adone, uh, very bad results, bad underlying metrics, bad projection. A guy I've loved to fade. We've made a ton off of him versus Graham Ashcraft, who's looked fantastic in his first two starts underlying metrics not quite as good as his sterling era is uh underlying metrics only in 11 innings so kind of take that with a grain of salt anyway uh, but projects to be um slightly better than league average so i mean a pitcher who's done enough here early on that i think he's okay um and again a much better pitcher than adone Weather-wise, will be low 70s to start, upper 60s to close. About a five-mile-an-hour win out to center field, so not going to help a ton, but you are in a pitcher's park in Cincinnati. As you can see, if you're in, if you're with us on YouTube, they're the park factor of 108 there for Cincinnati. So, again, I mentioned this before. You all probably know this. A huge hitter's park there. Um, maybe a slight help for the wind, but probably not. Decent temperature. It's probably going to play pretty neutral from a weather standpoint. Now we're just talking about the fact that it's a hitter's park. Total of nine and a half. Given that Adon is involved, given that he is probably not going to make it through the fifth, and we're going to get to that Nationals bullpen. Given the fact the Reds tend to play a bunch of high scoring games, I don't think over is crazy. I'd personally rather have over nine, even if I had to lay a little bit of a little bit of juice there. Nine is such a key number in baseball. Um, instead, I'm going to go raise uh, Reds minus 129. It's an A-grade pick for me. The model thinks minus 145. I don't know what else there is to say about this other than I kind of like this kid for the Rays. Their bullpen uh, projects to be below average, but not by that much. And the bullpen's been respectable um, as bad as they were for the month of April. They were fairly respectable for most of May. Um, I don't think they're great, but they're not awful. Um, Their offense... Uh, projects very poorly but they score some runs um part of it's the ballpark um, but the nats offense isn't that much better so I mean maybe a slight edge to the nats offense but it's not by much the nats bullpen projects worse than the Reds bullpen and like I said I love fading a dome in Cincinnati this number should be a lot higher something like minus 150 makes a whole lot more sense than a pick at minus one than a, than a number of minus 129 I love this one I'm loving the Reds. Um, definitely through the 130s. Once he gets to 140, in the 140s, that's probably more of a B pick for me. And then by the time you get up to that 150 mark, I don't think it will. But if it does, again, where I think it should be, probably more of a C pick or a pass. So Red's A grade for me there in Cincinnati. 640s, through first pitch Giants at the Marlins. Alex Wood versus Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara with a, a 2 ERA been – fantastic all season. Underlying metrics behind that are very good. He obviously projects as a good pitcher. He is a good pitcher. Uh, Versus Alex Wood, who the projection system just love him. His ERA is coming down. The underlying metrics actually better than Alcantara. So take note of that, especially if you're just looking at some stats, right? His ERA is more than twice as high as Alcantara's, but the underlying metrics behind that actually favor Wood slightly both pitchers are very good they project very similarly they're definitely two pitchers that I trust I looked at it at a total here but seven is really low for the fact that the Giants just keep finding themselves in these high scoring games Um, their bullpen just has not been as good as it was last year part of it is whatever's happening with the balls seems to be really going wonky in San Francisco some of it's small sample size uh but they're you know However, those are being stored. It's just not having quite the same effects as other places. So part of the high scoring is that, but part of it's just, you know, they're playing high scoring games. All the games that they played in Philadelphia either pushed or went over. So seven's just too low for me. I looked at a first five under. At least we avoid the bullpens at that point. I don't think first five under is a bad look. It's probably right behind the play that I'm making, which is Giants, uh, plus 121. Model thinks that the Marlins should only be a minus 114 uh, favorite. So I'll take the Giants and the plus odds. This feels more like a coin toss type game than the odds indicate. I hate fading Alcantara, but I'm going to trust the Model on this one and I'm gonna trust the fact that we're getting some value here specifically because the perception is that Alcantara is a better pitcher than Wood and I I don't think that's really true that's not what the model indicates it's not what the underlying metrics say and that's not what my projection system indicates so I think these two pitchers are pretty break-even um the 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 really only difference here is that Alcantara it's probably going to give you an extra, you know, inning or two. Um, and that's why I do think the Marlins should be a little bit favored. Uh, but I don't think they should be favored by as much as they are. So Giants plus 121, B pick for me. 7.05 Eastern, first pitch, Angels at the Yankees. Game two, I say 7.05 Eastern. It might get delayed. If we have any delays in that first game, I would obviously push this one back. It looks like the storms will clear out. By the time we get into this game, it looks like they might clear out. Uh, again, the first one is the one that I feel fairly confident they'll find a way to at least get one in. This is the one that probably gets played, but it might not finish You know, at the time you're expecting based off of who knows what sort of delays we'll have throughout the day. And it's the one that if things just go horribly wrong, they just decide we got to get one in, but we aren't going to try to get two. Which is probably why both teams have opted to throw their better pitcher in the first game, uh, because they know this one might not happen. I think it does, uh, but we'll have to stay tuned and see what the radar does. Assuming it happens, we'll be in the around 70 degrees really for the whole game. Um, winds around five miles an hour blowing in, so not much of an effect there. It'll be Reed Detmers versus Jamison Uh Detmers is a pitcher you can look at his ERA, and that's about what he is. The underlying metrics say the same story this year the projection says the same same story not very good uh, versus Talion who not as good as that area of course um but still uh the advanced stats are still positive on him um projects only to be slightly above average but but again what he's done this year the advanced stuff says he's better than that projection. So somewhere between good and very good, depending on exactly how much you believe in what he's done this year. Again, not just the area, but the underlying stuff, right? what you believe in the nine games he's pitched this year versus the projection that takes in previous years. Somewhere between good and very good, depending on exactly how you weight that in your mind. Either way, a huge starting pitcher edge here for the Yankees. Uh, tyon's a pitcher I'm very happy to throw out once every five days. Depp is a guy who – uh, just not there um, as it is right now. Just not a pitcher who's uh, very good. You know, good enough to hang into a major league rotation, but that's about all I can say. Model says Yankees minus 166. I'm going to take the Yankees minus 143, and I'm giving this an A grade as well. Um, a pick for me through minus 150, maybe even the low minus 150s, the upper minus 150s into 160s, probably a B pick. And by the time you get into the you know Yankees minus 170 or so that's again where it's a C or a pass but I mean 143 offers an insane amount of value it's an A grade pick for me and I'll say the same thing I said for the first game I I feel fairly confident that Trout and Ward won't play both games um, assuming both happen I don't know which one it'll be but one of these um we're going to get a little bit of a boost for the Yankees maybe both It, it just depends on how it plays out um but but the even even at full Angels lineup I think there's value on the Yankees on both of these games Um, And like I said, we're going to get super value at some point, probably because I don't think all their big hitters play both games. So I really like the Yankees in both of these games in the doubleheader today. 7-4 Eastern first pitch, Padres at the Brewers, Sean Maniah versus Adrian Hauser. Um, Two pitchers that, you know, project a little bit different – but their results this season have been fairly similar. Manaya gives a little bit extra length. Um, his ERA is a little bit worse than Hauser's this year, but his underlying metrics are better. Um, but still based off previous seasons, projects to be a better pitcher than Hauser. I have Hauser as just below average, and I have Manaya above average. So an edge there to the Padres with regards to the starting pitcher. Um, model says Brewers minus 116. So basically a toss-up with home field advantage being the uh, difference maker here for the Brewers. I'm not sure that I buy that. And the reason why, as I mentioned yesterday, the Brewers bullpen, they just need an off day. They have been overworked. Uh, Now, thankfully, Alexander pitched much better than I expected uh, for them yesterday, gave them, I think, seven innings, three runs. You know, fantastic outing for him. Um, Saved their bullpen a little bit, but Boxberger and Williams both pitched last night, uh, along with another pitcher. Uh, I I feel like Boxberger has pitched a lot this week. I think Williams has too. Hayter had the day off. I think that's back-to-back days off for him after pitching um, in both days of Monday's doubleheader. Hater only matters though if the Brewers have the lead. So it's a situation where if the Brewers have the lead, at least I do feel that Hater's rested and they can go to him. But Hauser's not going to go eight. um He's you know probably going five ish, maybe four. I mean, a good start for him is going to be six. um But I wouldn't count on six. We still need a lot of bullpen innings. These guys have been really just overworked this whole week, and I just don't think it's caught up. So if the if the Brewers have the lead going to the ninth, they are set. But it's how did you get to the ninth? You don't have a pitcher that can so. Based off of that, the model says Brewers minus 116. I don't think that's right. I I think um, looking at the availability of those guys in the bullpen, I think a a more accurate number is probably more like Brewers in the minus 105 to 110 range, that I'm going to give the Padres a slight edge and that the Brewers should only be slight favorites because of the home field advantage that they've got. So um, the number out there is Brewers minus 110. Usually, I would say, "Hey, the model thinks minus one sixteen, minus one ten. I'm laying it. I'm just not there with the Brewers bullpen yet. Um, you know, if maybe Boxberger and Williams and Hayter don't pitch today, and all three of those guys are now ready for Friday, probably a little bit different of a story. Then they've kind of at least got that reset. But until that happens, um, I just think they're 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 playing catch up, and the Brewers bullpen is such a strength of theirs." And I think that hurts them. Instead, I'm going to go first five under. The number's four and a half. It's minus 125, which the odds kind of kind of not great, you know, but it's an A pick for me. I think that Hauser can do enough in his four or five innings, and then we can get at a dodge here. Manaya, of course, is a good pitcher. Manaya is a pitcher who um, we're going to know pretty early, I think, on this on this bet, which isn't the worst thing in the world. He either comes out firing and he's going to go, you know, six or seven shutout, or he, or he really struggles. I think he has more good than bad, and if he's on, we don't even need a great outing from Hauser. We just need, you know, five innings, three runs, Um, again, which isn't good. And we've got this in the bag. So there's a lot of ways we can win this, even if Mania struggles a little bit. Hauser has had the ability; he's gone five shutout innings before. So we've got multiple paths to win this one. I probably would rather have under four if I could get it at about even money, maybe minus 105. So there is a a break point there where they're probably pretty equivalent. Also depends on your preference. If you've got multiple books and can chop around kind of depends, depends on your preference there. I don't, the push doesn't scare me. Um, I probably would rather have under four on this one with better odds. I probably would rather have better odds, just knowing that there's a little bit of variability in this one with these two pitchers but again it's more good than bad from them and so that's why I like the first five under it's an a grade for me um, based off the fact that I think we win this more than the percentage of the time needed to be profitable Um, but like I said if I could take under four even though I'm giving up that push at better odds I probably would do that so something to think about as you're shopping around today 805 Eastern, first pitch Cardinals at the Cubs, Matthew Liberatore versus Keegan Thompson. Keegan Thompson's uh, just been fantastic uh, moving into a starter's role here. Um, nothing much to say other than that. He's been fantastic, and the projection system catching up and, and projects him to be an above-average pitcher now. Uh, Liberatore uh, in his almost 10 innings of work, solid work so far, but the projections don't like him. Um, so we've got a big starting pitcher edge here for the Cubs. Uh, Mid-60s in Chicago, no wind to speak of, which is always of note there. Model thinks Cubs minus 105. I'm going to take Cubs minus 104. Slight value here. It's a B pick. I'd play the Cubs as long as it's uh, inside of minus 110 above that. It's either C pick because you're looking for the action or it's a pass. Um, I can't get to an A pick on this one on the Cubs just because the model doesn't tend to like the Cardinals, which is why I really liked that Cardinals pick yesterday. Uh, when the model liked them, it just doesn't really believe in them, uh, for for one reason or another. I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know if it's just the Cardinals are overperforming and they're going to come back to earth, or if the model's just taking a long time to catch up and realize that this Cardinals team is better than they realize. I don't know. Um, we'll find out later. For now, it's one of those things where I, I'm noticing it, and it's just hard to go a pick at this point, especially with what I saw this week. It's making it really hard to go A pick against the Cardinals. So B pick, I think there's a little bit of an edge. I love the starting pitcher matchup here in favor of Chicago. Um, I would say first five might be a way to look, but that Cubs bullpen's been so solid. Um, I don't really mind being in the full game market, knowing that the juice is less there than the extra juice that you have to pay in the first five market. So either way is acceptable to look, in my opinion. I'm going full game, Cubs minus 104 with a B grade pick. 840 Eastern first pitch Braves at the Rockies in Anderson versus Austin Gomber. Uh, We're going to start off around 70 degrees in Colorado, close around 60, a slight breeze in from right field early in the game, five to 10 miles an hour, but that's going to die out as the night goes on. Both of these pitchers, um, not great. Anderson is a pitcher as we talked about as a young guy, has some nice starts, but just hasn't quite put it together just yet. His ERA, advanced metrics, and projection all around the same thing, somewhere between average and below average. Uh, Gomberg's in a similar boat. ERA a little bloated because of pitching in cores. Advanced metrics this year better than Anderson, uh, but projects to be slightly worse. Uh, but it's really a wash between these two pitchers, in my opinion. So I think because we have um, similar starting pitchers, that gives me enough confidence to take the Rockies today, but I'm only doing it in the first five. I do not trust this Rockies bullpen. we saw it yesterday. Um, I mean, the Marlins just scored another run, right? I mean, that was insane. Um, I don't want any part of this Rockies bullpen. They project bad. They project that bad as a park neutral statistic. When I, when I run it, if, if I pull the numbers out of the model that are not park independent, it's even worse. It's laughable how bad that Rockies bullpen is so I don't want any part of that I want to isolate the first five I know as I mentioned that last game I am paying a little bit more juice in this market but that's okay I think the Rockies are the right side based off the price the model says the Braves should be favored but only slightly gives them uh, makes them a minus 119 favorite so laying minus 145 is an absolute hard pass for me I cannot back the Braves here if you're looking at names on these pitchers, maybe you're like, oh yeah, Ian Anderson, he's a good young pitcher. Sure, but like he's not any better than Gumber is Neither one of these guys are great. So laying minus 145 with the Braves on the road, knowing that the Rockies are the only team in baseball that has any additional home field advantage beyond standard. I mean, I, I'm not saying the Braves don't win. Again, I think they win 54% of the time. I think they win more than half the time. But minus But 145 is just bonkers to lay on the Braves. In the long run, I think that's a, Really bad investment. Again, doesn't mean they don't win tonight. I'm just saying, in the long run, we I just do not advocate playing uh, minus 145 favorites in games that are more of a toss up than this. We also see, of course, in course Field, a bunch of high scoring games, and who knows what happens. You don't want to lay minus 145 in a game that's, you know, seven to seven in the eighth inning. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen now. And I, I've, I've laid these big odds. So it, it, I can't back the praise whatsoever. But like I said, I don't want to be on the Rockies full game with that bullpen. I mean, they are just atrocious. So I want first five plus 110 B grade pick for me. I can't go A grade pick after what the Rockies did yesterday. My goodness. Um, So I like the Rockies. I think there's value. I want to be invested, but uh, I'm a little bit scarred from yesterday. So no way you could talk me into this being an A grade pick. If you want to bounce back from that, go for it uh, like I said I think there's value here but for me I think uh, a two unit investment is sufficient um, for me here against the Braves Again I don't necessarily think the Rockies win this game I just think that they win it enough and or at least for the first five hang in there enough that plus 110 offers some value so be pick for me first five on the Rockies. 10, 10, Easter, first pitch bets at the Dodgers. The Dodgers got swept by the pirates. I mean, uh, this is one that I think we'll be talking about for years. I've mentioned this before. Just, I'm reminded of the year. I was late later in the season. Um, you know a decade issue ago or so ago maybe a little bit more when the astros were losing over 100 games a year and the phillies were fantastic winning 100 games a year i think it was the one of the years the phillies won the world series uh the Astros went into philadelphia and swept the four game series it just reminds you that you never really know with baseball the pirates going into la and sweeping was obviously a shock but as i mentioned yesterday once they won the first two there was no like well they can't sweep right that's very bad logic so we got to make sure that we avoid that the probability they swap was probably they won yesterday i said i thought there was some value um i tried to figure out where the value was i went first five um tweeted that pick out and that one of course they won full game so it didn't really matter you didn't have to you know you could kind of go a lot of different directions and, and you were a winner if you backed the to So those prices on the dodgers were just way too high um again not that the pirates are good but again it's all about the price So some great value wins there on the pirates um in that series the Dodgers now get the Mets who are much better than the Pirates It doesn't mean I think the Mets will sweep the Dodgers. of course just means now the Dodgers get to play a real team um Taiwan Walker versus Tony Gonsolin uh, tonight chilly night in LA to finish we're going to be in the upper 60s to start low 60s to close slight breeze out to start around five miles an hour but it's going to die down as the game moves along Gonsolin fantastic ERA underlying metrics pretty good His projections improving by the day uh, versus Tywin Walker, a pitcher who's had pretty good results this year, but the advanced metrics and the projection think he's more of an average pitcher. So uh, I believe we have a slight edge to the Dodgers here on the starting pitcher front, uh, but not by a ton, not by a ton. um, Of course, where the edge is as good as the Mets offense, as the Dodgers offense is still by far the best in baseball. Dodgers, of course, still have a really good bullpen. The model thinks Dodgers should be minus 173, so I'll take the Dodgers at minus 165. It's a B pick. Um, Obviously, y'all saw I had no problem going against the Dodgers when the price was too high. I don't think the price is too high here. I think minus 165 offers some good value for us. It's not so much that I think the Dodgers bounce back or anything like that. I mean, momentum in sports, for the most part, is a concept that, either doesn't exist or it exists in such areas that we cannot identify what's momentum and what's not so if you attribute things the reason i say that is if you attribute things to momentum you are going to be 50-50. And I'm not saying that in the 50% that it is, that that there isn't some momentum effect there. What I'm saying is, if you start talking about momentum too much, you're going to be wrong a lot because a lot of times it doesn't exist. And in baseball, it's really clear to see why. There's a reason that there's the old phrase, momentum is as good as the next day starting pitcher, right? It's just this idea that, Um, these athletes are the best in the world. The Dodgers aren't pouting after losing three to the Pirates. You know, you and I are laughing at them, right? You and I are sitting there going, uh, I can't believe this team did that. The Pirates are so bad. They're probably going to lose 100 games this year, right? You know, we're talking about that. You know, they're not – they didn't go home to their wives, you know, their girlfriends, but they didn't go home and cry. You know, they're they're coming out today, and they're going to try to win a baseball game, right? So they're not affected by that like you and I might be. So I, I'm, not, I'm not buying any of that. Uh, I faded the Dodgers yesterday. I thought the price was too high. Today I think the price is right for us. So minus 165 Dodgers. I think they've got a little bit of a starting pitcher edge. They've got a massive edge on offense. They're at home. And their relievers are better than the Mets. So I just think the Dodgers should be favored by a little bit more than this. And I like them at minus 165. B pick for me. I can't go an A pick. Uh, just not enough value there in my opinion. And that takes us to extra innings couple more afternoon games to talk about 110 Eastern first pitch. Twins at the Tigers. Chris Archer versus Alex Fado. Uh, chilly day in Detroit for the sun being out. We'll be in the mid-upper 60s, maybe closing around 70 degrees. About a 5 mile an hour wind out. Not too much of an effect. They're fairly neutral on the weather standpoint. Uh, two pitchers that I don't trust at all. I've got the model says twins minus 125. I don't really see an edge on either side I assume the twins are going to put their most their lineup back in today I'm going to go over eight and a half with the C pick not one that I like um, whatsoever here but I just don't trust either pitcher so I'm going to go over on this one over eight and a half is the pick but just a lean uh, 307 Eastern first pitch. White sucks at the Blue Jays. Johnny Cueto versus Alec Manoa. Two pitchers that have pitched really well. Underlying metrics this year solid. Cueto projects poorly because of years past, um, but so far it's only been three starts, but he's looked pretty good. um I'm going to go back to the well here. First five under four and a half, but only a C pick. um I've liked these starting pitcher matchups. I thought these first five unders were solid in this series, and and they haven't been. So, you know, it's one of those things where I'm trusting the process. I still think that's the right play, but as they've continued to get blown up, I'm just, my confidence is lowering and that's being reflected in the pick and the great pick there. So, um, again, it, it, we have to get out of the, it's a bit high scoring. It will be high scoring. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Right. And we have to get out of the hole. It's, you know, you, or, you know, the other direction that, right. It's not what's well, a bit high scoring. We're due for a low scoring game. I, I don't buy into any of that. I'm, I'm trusting the process. I, my process here is four and a half is too high for these starting pitchers and for these offenses. Um, but the way the Blue Jays' offense is going, I just can't be that confident. So I think process-wise, it says under first five under four and a half. Um, but just a lean for me because uh, if the Blue Jays' offense is really getting going, um, Cueto, I just don't have enough data on him to, to feel confident. Um, so I'm just saying I think that's where I want to be, but my confidence is lower than it was earlier in the series, especially as those kept losing. And then 7.05 Eastern, first pitch Mariners, Mariners at the Orioles. Marin Orioles. Tonight, Chris Flexen versus Jordan Lyles. I'd like to back Jordan Lyles again. I think he's better than people realize. Underline metrics are pretty solid this year, he's kind of just an average pitcher. Um, weather wise in Baltimore, we're going to be in the upper 70s to start, low 70s to close. No real wind effect, maybe some rain. Hopefully, it clears out, and that's not an issue. Model says maybe an edge on the Mariners, but I can't really back Chris Flexen on the road against a real pitcher. So I can't back the Mariners. I'd like to back the Orioles here, but plus 104 just doesn't get me excited. I mean, they're still a team. The Orioles are still a team that right now, if you prorate out their record, would still lose 93 games. People are talking about the Orioles as if they're good. And, and I'm, the Orioles have been impressive. The fact that they're not on pace to lose 110 is an improvement. And they've beaten some decent teams this season. Their record against good teams is better than their record against bad teams. So I mean, props to the Orioles. They're going in the right direction. But they're still a team that's on pace to lose 93 games. That's still not good. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to get caught up in the narrative around the Orioles and still realize they're still not a good team. And as long as we can get past the narrative of they are better, I think we all can agree they're not a good team. So... Plus 104 just doesn't get me excited with this pitching matchup, you know? So I I, I want to back the Orioles somehow, but I really want better than plus – I really want to get into the plus 110, preferably up to, like, plus 120, you know, where I really like the Orioles, and that number's just not there, at least right now. So I'm staying away from the side, staying away from the total, and I'm going to take Mariners' team total under four and a half. Hopefully Lyles can give us five, six solid innings. Um, that bullpen can hold them down, and the Mariners don't get to five runs. Only a lean, though um, – not not really anything that i love in this game um i just i just can't get there with either side and a total of nine is very met to me in this matchup so recap my apex i've got a double header in new york both in the yankees game one minus 122 and game two minus 143 I'm taking the Rays at the Rangers at minus 130. I'm taking the Reds at home to the Nats at minus 120. And I'm taking first five and Brewers-Padres under four and a half at minus 125. And that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet for model picks, projections, and results. You can find that link and more at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow, and until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.